Hello and welcome to the REIT Report. I'm your host, Sarah Borgson Quito, and today we're looking at sustainability issues in the data center sector with my guest, Kyle Myers, Senior Director of Environmental Health, Safety and Sustainability at Cyrus One. Kyle, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Sarah. I appreciate the opportunity. So I'd like to start by asking you about the responsibility of the data center industry in regard to the broader effort to combat climate change. It's a great question. Um, so, so data centers are definitely, I think, in a, in a leadership position as it um, as it relates to climate change. So you see a lot of different data out there um, in terms of, you know, anywhere from one to three percent of the entire um, power consumed on planet Earth is consumed within data centers. Um, so with that, I think comes, you know, certainly responsibility. Um, the good news is, is, is technology advances, um, is, is we see things like cloud adoption that brings efficiencies from, from enterprise clients. As we see things like, um, technology driving more efficient equipment, um, as well as uh, more and more companies that are outsourcing their data storage to providers like us. We just get, um, we get economies of scale along with that. And so that's really helped us improve our, if you want to call it gas mileage in terms of um, how much more data we're able to uh, help um, generate and store at a much lower um, uh, energy profile. What are some of Cyrus One's key sustainability goals that you have mapped out? Our biggest one is zero carbon by 2040, and so we've committed to this across our entire organization. So there's a couple key levers uh, in terms of accomplishing that, one of which is is new design. So data centers are a pretty high growth industry. And so what, what this means in terms of our carbon commitment is that if we keep growing at, for example, 10% a year, by 2040, um, about 80% of our data centers haven't even been built yet. So, so coming up with and, and continuing to innovate on the design side is super important. Um, we're also looking at existing efficiencies in terms of our um, existing data center portfolio. And that really comes down to like, for example, infrastructure improvements, as well as there's some operational levers that we can pull, things like prescriptive power maintenance, um, just making sure that we're monitoring systems, et cetera. And then, you know, a follow-up in terms of other key sustainability goals. Um, we are um, looking at net positive water and water stress regions throughout our portfolio, as well as um, establishing a habitat network across our data centers. And turning to renewable energy, what targets has SARS one set in this respect? And are there certain geographic regions where renewable energy is just much more feasible? Yeah, I mean, the, the most important piece and, and sort of the key to achieving that carbon neutrality is going to be around renewable energy. So, you know, make no mistake, our goal is to be 100% renewable. Um, we're, we're going to have to do that to, to remain um, cost competitive across our portfolio to hit that 2040 target. And as you pointed out, it's definitely easier in some markets and, and tougher in others. You know, just for example, in our European portfolio, it's not unusual to have power offered from the utility as being green and or actually being um, less expensive. So it's in those markets, it's, it's an obvious choice. Within the U.S., it's easier to procure renewable energy usually from like deregulated markets. So in Texas, for example, where we just announced about a month ago a, a 67 uh, megawatt deal tied to a project in North Texas in Haskell County. But Texas is a deregulated market. The good news is we have a large footprint in Texas, so there's lots of opportunity to continue to expand our renewable buys. 
And then there's more challenging markets. Um, there's a couple in, in Europe as well, but just within the U.S., um, either of the, the coastal areas tend to be challenging, either because of specific regulations where it really makes renewable energy expensive, or it's just not um, as available as it is in other markets. And you mentioned the importance of water. How is RS1 working to improve conditions in high-stress environmental areas? Yeah, like one of the key things within data center industries, there's almost like a there's a there's a trade-off a little bit in terms of if you want to become more energy efficient, what the technology that, that one of the technologies that's out there is very water dependent, right? So it's not unusual to have data centers have these massive water towers that consume like a large data center campus, like our facilities in Chandler, for example. If we didn't use zero consumption cooling, we would consume up to 40 to 50 million gallons of water a month uh, with a campus that size, right? So we've made a very strategic decision from um, a sustainability perspective, as well as just a flexibility from an operations perspective uh, and also some, some resiliency benefits to use cooling technology that does not consume water. So we, we initially would charge our system with water and then we would continue to recirculate that water so it never uh, needs additional water um, to keep the, the servers and, and other equipment cool within our facilities. So that's a huge help. And then in those high stress regions, we're going to pair that already low water consumption design. We're pairing this with basically offsets that we um, work with third parties, like, for example, um, Bonneville Environmental Foundation, where we would return um, to the watershed more water than we actually consume at those facilities. So it's it's less about doing less bad and, as we call it, doing good for the environment. And finally, what are some new sustainability trends or issues that data center operators should have on their radar? There's a lot of change going on in the industry. I think, you know, I think across industries at large and, and a lot of stuff in the data center industry, you know, the neat thing about being in this industry is you have a lot of huge tech companies, right, that have a lot of resources to invest. And there's a lot of creative ideas that are coming out of, like, especially out of the, a lot of the West Coast U.S.-based hyperscalers. So you're seeing things that'll that'll cross all industries like low carbon concrete, right? So anyone who who builds things for a living, concrete's typically one of the um, one of the embodied carbon sources, and so solving for that is going to be super critical. So you're starting to see some solutions coming to market. We also consume oftentimes diesel fuel for backup generation. Um, so you're starting to see a shift from what's called a, a tier two generator, which basically don't have controls, so they don't have any environmental controls on them to tier four, like you'll see it, for example, at our Santa Clara campus when it comes online. So that's going to reduce our pollution footprint. You're seeing uh, investments in green hydrogen. You're seeing companies like Google try to figure out how to go 24-7 renewable at, at their scale, you know, as opposed to having to pull energy from the, the grid. You're seeing companies like um, Microsoft, you know, challenging themselves to erase uh, historic carbon as well as um, what, they're, what they're currently uh, producing. You're seeing things like internal carbon taxes that companies are using um, to try to drive the right type of behavior within their own companies. And they're starting to push those through their supply chains too, which which continues to increase their reach. Um, you're seeing a lot of things, especially in Europe, around like circular economy concepts. Um, this is touching the data center industry, even though it's, it's mostly used in manufacturing environments. You're seeing things like economizers that allow you to use ambient air to, to cool data centers uh, instead of having to use something that would uh, use power. And then you're also starting to see a lot of neat, what I'll call hybrid cooling solutions that, that, that can run off of water if you need to uh, drive down your, your electrical consumption. Um, but it allows you to run without water if you, if you run into an issue with uh, sourcing. Great. Kyle, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Sarah. It was a real pleasure to get an opportunity to share some of the practices that, that Cyrus One is using in the data center industry. 
And to our listeners, if you enjoyed today's podcast, you can subscribe or leave a review on iTunes or your preferred podcast platform. 